You're listening to Date Smarter, Sexier with your host, matchmaker and dating coach, Andrea LaRosa, accompanied by co-host Kanan, where we're talking about everything love, sex, and relationships. Now let's get chatting. So there are some days where Kanan and I go to start the show and luckily we cut out the long pause ahead of time, but I get the giggles and I don't know why. Well, I'm over here like scarfing down some grapes. So I have something in my <laughs> Maybe belly. Maybe that's what's making me giggle. Yeah. It's the first thing good. I was, you know what? This is the giggles are good. Cause you know, I was at lunch today and I was just laughing, 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 laughing. And it felt so good because turns out I woke up with a hangover, I guess, or whatever. So I go out <laughs> to have like lunch. I, that lunch did not stay down. TMI, I know. But I just had some grapes. And I got to be honest with you, they were freaking delicious because they're staying down. So I'm nice. really happy. Yeah, It is, you guys, it is, wait, wait, what is today? Thursday? Yes. I have a hangover on a Thursday. What is happening to my life? Exactly. (laughs) What is happening to my life? (laughs) I mean, I I mean, it's not like it's something that happens to you all the time. It just means you're having fun and enjoying life. I guess you know. Uh, So today's topic, this yeah, this seemed to like really got into your mind a little because you said you had like a little bit of a, a personal experience with today's topic. You know, today's topic has come up for my male and female clients a lot lately, but it's also come up a lot for me personally when it comes to my own dating life. The idea of someone needing to be fit. Hmm. First, let me just start with, I fucking hate that word. (laughs) There is a lot of pressure. Yeah. I mean, because everyone defines it differently. Kanan, yes. how do you define being fit? Well, uh, I would define being fit as, because um, I don't want to offend anyone, but I would say being fit would be not uh, overweight as far as with the scale as the doctors give us, you know, how they have body mass percentages. If you're not in the overweight, if you're at least in the, uh, what is it, average or athletic or slim or whatever the case may be, then you're fit. Anything past that, which is usually much heavier in weight, can cause health problems. For me, fit is important because, you know, you don't, anyone can die at any moment. But if we're taking precautions to prevent that as long as we can and be as healthy as we can, it does add something to the relationship. It does add a little spice, a little sexiness, because you know the person is taking care of themselves. So fit That's would be fit a healthy BMI. Yeah. Or just a healthy lifestyle overall to me. But does it mean they need to be thin? No. Interesting. I mean, because I've, I've been with some men in the past who were taller than me, bigger than me, but they were definitely, I would say, healthier than I was. They, they were active. They were athletic. Um, they ate well. I mean, yeah, they may drink a little, but they were as 
fit as fit can be. They can run and not go out of breath. They can hike and not have to take five or six breaks or whatever. I don't know. Um, but it depends. There's people who are like um, 300 pounds that do like full on Britney Spears choreographs without taking a break. I cannot do that. And I have a hundred <laughs> and like 85 pounds, 32 ways, one minute. And I'm like, I'm done tapping out. You Thanks guys for your measurements. <laughs> I mean, my measurements aren't freaking websites because I'm an actor. Like you literally oh, go to true. websites. You go, oh, he's this tall. Oh, he's this weight. Oh, that's his waist size. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so fit doesn't mean then that they have to be, I guess, I think for a lot of women, when we hear the word fit, especially coming from men, we think that we have to be thin. We have to be petite mm-hmm. or it doesn't just mean like be healthy, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, we want somebody who is small framed. It has more to do with looks. So it's, it's hard to understand what fit means. You know, I see all over these sites when I'm on them myself, where guys will be like, yeah, like ideal woman would be X, Y, and Z. And then I see fit mm-hmm. and immediately is a turnoff for me. I don't want to match with this guy now because now I feel like he's saying that he won't date me if I'm too thick <laughs> or if I'm not, you know, I, the, I don't know what society calls for thin, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get that in the gay world. Uh, I don't know if it's like this for lesbians, not to prejudge lesbians or make any kind of blanket statements. But I've seen a lot of lesbians of all shapes and sizes, and they all seem to really love each other's bodies equally. Mm-hmm. For gay men, and I'm just saying this as someone from the outside looking in, it could be completely different. You guys, the ladies could be ripping each other's bodies apart, figuratively and whatever. Mm. But for the gay world, in a way, we're lucky and not lucky. We're lucky because if you're a big guy and you want to be a big guy, there's a whole community of bears that will just welcome you in or even otters or, or the alt gays or the camping gays. Like this wait, wait, wait. Whole... What's an otter? Pardon my. Otters, otters, I, if, if I, from what I understand, are just skinnier bears. <laughs> to me, a bear is like a, a is a, a heavy set guy with a lot of right. facial hair, a lot of body hair. Right. And from what I've seen, I could be completely wrong. My gay friends, if you're listening, you're like, this bitch doesn't know shit. Um, <laughs> I could be wrong. But from what I've seen and what I understand is that otter is just a skinnier guy that is still hairy, you know, um, looks like he might live in Big Bear, California. I don't know. But, um, or Silver Lake, uh. Silver Lake, there's Silver Lake. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is if you are a big guy in our community, you can find your tribe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works for straight people a lot of times, because, you know, I, I see a lot of my straight friends are on dating sites and a lot of those dating sites do rely heavily on fake images and fake everything. Like I was talking to a friend today, we we're at lunch. And he was like, yeah, you know, these, these dating sites are crazy because you'll get on there and then like you have to just pull layers away, layers, layers and layers and layers mm-hmm. and layers until you actually figure out 
who the fucking person is that you're about to see. Uh, honestly, that's why I keep telling people get off of the app. You yeah. know, you know, if you're looking at, you know, for the listeners, I'm going to give this to you guys. I really want you to understand how important this is. If you are on a dating app right now and you are trying to find your person and ladies, if you're going, yeah, I'm so tired of these guys saying they want somebody who's fit, who wants somebody who's this, this or that. Look, do this. Use this as your rule of thumb. When you are on a dating site, you should be looking at the profile for two things. One, are there any red flags? I'm talking about massive deal breakers. You know, if you, I'm not a smoker, I don't want to be with a smoker. And if they're a smoker, I won't date them. It's just a massive deal breaker for me. If you vape, it's different. If you smoke weed, it's different, but I won't be with a smoker. That's a deal breaker. So that's a hard pass for me. Not a big deal. Um, Mine is men with kids. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm married now, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) But if it's somebody that you can look at and you can say, you know what? I wouldn't mind having a cup of coffee with this person and just having a conversation, then you should be matching with them. It's really that simple. That should be your baseline because for one You're not marrying somebody off of an app. You are creating this fake persona just by looking at their pictures and thinking like, okay, well, this is what our life will look like together. Holy fuck. Calm your tits. Yeah. You've got to meet them in person first. You got to make sure there's even compatibility there before your little brain spirals into what your future looks like. Try with a cup of coffee or a drink. Yeah. It's that ticking clock, though. It's all the friends getting, you know, engaged and having babies and then getting divorced five years later. But it's all your friends having babies and, you know, getting a house. Oh, I got a wonderful new job here in Texas. And my husband, he's an engineer now. We just had a little baby. We are so happy. Meanwhile, all their pictures of what they're crying on the inside. So there's a lot of pressure. (laughs) No, seriously, there's a lot of pressure to find a relationship. And I can see why as soon as you see a guy or girl that's halfway human, I guess. You're like, marry me. (laughs) I definitely do not do that for sure. But I (laughs) am still super bothered by this fit crap that everyone keeps looking for. I did ask a couple clients this week Mm -hmm. just to give me their definition of fit. Mm -hmm. And I felt really bad for one of them who Mm -hmm. (laughs) the second I asked him, well, what are you looking for? And he started to describe his ideal partner. And he said the word fit. I think my eyes literally rolled back into my head and he went, whoa, 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 Andrea, calm down before you get your panties in a bunch. This is what I mean by fit. And his definition was just somebody who had an active lifestyle. Hmm. They didn't have to be thin. Being overweight wasn't, wasn't at all. The weight Mm -hmm. wasn't what he was trying to say. What he was trying to say was that he just wanted someone to do things with. He didn't want somebody who's just going to sit on the couch all weekend and watch TV. You know, not for nothing. Mm. They need to find a better way to say that then, because that is slightly a deal breaker. Ending up active. with someone. Okay, active. Uh, yeah, active is a good word. Yeah, that's what that's, we chose for his so profile. Guys, stay active. Yeah, maybe that the fit word is very triggering because it means. Okay, I can see why you why you think that because we live in a world like we were at the beach yesterday. 
And this girl comes in. I mean, okay, I'm gonna be totally honest. Her from the neck up, she looked like she worked at a library, but from the neck down, she looked like an IG model. I was like, what's happening? But um, she had a gorgeous body from the back. She looked like Kim Kardashian with a nice, even tan, very beautiful body. But she just, you know, if you throw an outfit on her, she looks like a very academic person. You know, she looked very smart. She didn't seem like the kind of girl that would have that kind of body under all that. So based on that, it still seems like even if you may not be, if like all between all of you and your girlfriends, you and your boyfriends, you're not considered like uh, the 10 or the eight or the nine or whatever, it is still important to people, even those that don't consider themselves to be the most fit. It is still important to look good to, because I see picture people putting up posts of them and their boyfriends. Like, oh, power couple, power couple, power couple, healthy and fit, sexy couple, sexy couple, sexy couple. And uh, I'm just like, that's a lot of pressure you're putting on people. And it's all because- my eye roll again. It's because we, <laughs> we all want our Instagram to look cute. We all want, you know- these pictures to pop. We all, you know, when we see our our boy or our girl over there dating someone that's a 10 or whatever they want to fucking, have you seen it online lately? She's hmm. a 10, but there's this whole thing on Twitter <gasps> right now where, yeah, no. she's a 10, but blah, 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 or she's an eight, but blah, blah, blah. And they're just there's throwing no like, but. please, they're, they're killing it. It's because of that whole Amber Heard thing. It's like, oh, she's gorgeous, but she'll shit in your bed. So these are what the guys are doing. <laughs> But no, seriously, there is a pressure online mm-hmm. right now to look good. And I think a lot of times, yeah, guys might be saying, yeah, I want someone fit because, you know, I don't want to sell the couch today because that is a deal breaker. There isn't an unusual amount of pressure to make sure you, your girl or your guy looks hot in pictures. You know, it's interesting because a lot of times I see guys online on these sites looking for a woman who's thin or fit. They actually, yes, sometimes use the word thin fuckers. <laughs> but I mean, there's no whatever. worse than going on gay sites to hear it. No, no fats, no femmes, no blacks, no Asians. That's on a wow. lot of white guys' profiles. No fats, no femmes, no blacks, no Asians. I've seen this my entire fucking life on dating sites for gay men. You just kind of have mm-hmm. to ignore it. Yeah. All right. Now I now I feel like I can't complain about being not being thin. Yeah. I've had wow. so many white guys who just say <laughs> some shit to me like, oh, I don't fuck black. Sorry, girl. I'm like, I just thought you were cute, but okay. I didn't realize well, my race was a deal breaker. <laughs> okay. So that does kind of feed into the weight as well. You know. I'm pretty sure someone out there is listening to me right now going, well, what if it's a preference? I'm just not attracted to fat women or women who are overweight or whatever. That's a tricky one. Right? It is. is it's not such a tricky one because a preface can easily be just, you know, a coat for, right. oh, I just don't like fat people. Where or, is the line? Yeah. Where do you draw the line from Where... the preference mm-hmm. of attraction versus now I'm stereotyping, discriminating, even being racist. If you're, yeah. you know, saying that yeah. you don't want to date someone who's Asian <laughs> versus not 
attracted to them. Or just saying what you want, you know? I mean, granted, this guy is saying fit and it's a trigger word. But I think I think as people, as dating people or men, women, gay, straight, whatever, we just need to have more empathy that there's actually like another person reading your profile. It's oh, not just yes. you and your bros. It's yes. not your bros going on. They're like, yo, bro, you nailed it, bro. Yeah, you want a fit chick? Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm totally down for that. No, there's like women reading this. So right, I you're not like trying to attract your bro- your bros are not the one you're you're attracting. Just yeah. like guys who put pictures of them holding fish because they're so proud of this fish accomplishment. How does that get a date with our girl? It's, I guess I guess if we were hunters and gatherers, maybe we'd be like, oh my God, he can go out and get us some fish and feed us for days. You can we're not going to starve this week. <laughs> we're not going to starve. Oh, my titties are so happy. <laughs> but honestly, like, yeah, I, I like yeah. that. Thinking about who is reading this, what you're yeah. saying, how does it affect the person you're trying to attract? Yeah. You know, I it's I've seen it on the flip side where women will reach out to men and straight up say, like, you know, I just need you to know that I'm heavy or I need you to know that I'm thick or I need you to. Mm. And it's like women shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. Men shouldn't either, guys but do that's that. How I've seen it. I've seen that, too, where it's like and I'm just pulling from my past experiences mostly. Where I was talking to someone. I said, oh, just to let you know before we meet. Um. I'm a little bit on the heavier side. I'm like yeah. a football player, Bill. I'm like, why are you making, why are you making it seem like it's a bad thing? Like, as soon as I find out that you're big, that I'm going to go running for the hills or something. What world have we created as humans where people are literally apologizing for who they are before they even go on a date? I was chatting with a guy today, um, a new potential client who was saying like, yeah, well, I kind of got the dad bod. And it reminded me of like a few other calls that I've taken from men. They're like, you know, I'm not ready to date yet. I still have a dad bod. Okay. Well, first of all, number one, depending on her age, if she's my age and if you're trying to date me, I like the dad bod. Makes me feel a little bit better about my like thick ass. Not for nothing. (laughs) Here's an unpopular opinion that I feel like no one really says that Mm. people seem to like gloss over all the fucking time. Having sex with fit, skinny people hurt. Can you say that again for all of us? Having sex with skinny, fit people hurts. When I think (laughs) about when I think about getting topped. I want my man to be, I want him to have a dad by. I want to mm-hmm. feel the weight of his manhood on top of me. When I've had sex with skinnier guys in the past, they're like, they'll hit me with their elbow and I'm like, ow, that hurts. Or they're like, <laughs> <laughs> or they'll be like thrusting inside of me. And it, it, all you feel is like their, their pelvic bones mm-hmm. cracking against your ass bone. It's just like, God, this is painful. It's like we're two skeletons having sex. What's happening right now? Bone on bone. Bone on bone. So there is something to a dad bod. So you guys out there that are like, oh man, oh my fucking dad bod. Or even ladies out there that are like, oh, I have to have sex with the lights out because I can't possibly let him see uh, my breasts or my my fupa. Please. Uh, no one cares. I remember, <laughs> oh fuck. But they I, care. I mm, Douchebags care. Right. And those are not the guys you want to date. 
That's well, the that's, problem. Yeah. We're all attracted. We're all collectively still attracted to the bad boy. Let's be real. We're all collectively still attracted to the ditzy, skinny, hot girl. It is something that's Mm. been sold to us since the beginning of time. And I feel like it's going to take a lot more time for us to get over that because until we get over our obsession with these archetypes of people, we're going to continue to see stupid fucking ads or, or stupid things in people's ass saying fit, or I want a girl with big tits and knows her place or men who feel that they need to put up pictures of them holding a dead fish to attract a mate. This isn't 1456. This isn't 1830 BC. We're not cavemen, but yet we all still act like cavemen. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because when we think about weight and how it affects relationships, when you're out there swiping away, because that's what (laughs) most people are doing, you know, even though a guy has a dad bod, he's still out there swiping and he's not disclosing before they meet. You know, I Mm. can't tell you how many dates I've been on where guys have shown up and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> you like, don't look picture? like the guy in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, what happens if you do find that fit thin? If you mean fit to be thin, then what happens when you find her or him and they are fit or thin? And then you get into a long-term relationship. If they gain weight, are you going to just throw up your hands and be like, peace out, I'm done? I mean, there's a very strong possibility if they've already like, if they courted you with the idea that you're going to look like this from here on out. So I would say like, yeah, okay. Maybe like a very, very, very small percentage of people end up in these very superficial relationships. But Mm -hmm. once you get into the relationship part, aren't you in the relationship because there's compatibility and your lifestyles are matching up and you're bonding and you're having this real connection. And wow, I wish our listeners could see your face right now because you look very skeptical. (laughs) That's the point. I'm only skeptical because I see what's happening out here. Honestly, to this day, I don't know how I have my husband. Like, I, like, even when we have issues and I work through them somehow, I, I figure out a way to communicate to him what I want and it works. I'm shocked that that even happened. I'm so, I'm always ready for him to throw his hands up in the air and walk the fuck out because I'm like, why is he doing it? Is it because I'm fat? Is it because of this? Is it because of that? We live in a world now where people feel like there's something better outside. There's always yes. something better. So why do I have to try? I'm seeing people who are in 12-year relationships throw their hands in the air and say, fuck it, I'm done. I'm going to find me someone else. Here's an interesting tidbit. From my experiences of living throughout my entire life, I've always noticed men who always regret divorcing their first wives because they usually Mm -hmm. leave them for like someone younger or someone hotter, someone to make them feel more viral. So not viral, someone to make them feel more alive or stronger, more manly, whatever. They divorce their first wife. They find that second wife that makes them feel that she gets bored. That relationship falls apart. Then he goes on to she his goes third for a wife. younger guy. She goes for a younger guy. The third wife is usually someone outside of his race because now he's starting to think, hmm, maybe I should just stop dating my race. So he goes outside the bag. He finds that lady that goes on. But so far, because she realizes he's racist and then they break up and <laughs> he's on to wife number four. <laughs> 
This is quite a journey. This is a journey, but this is a journey we're creating for ourselves when we throw shit like she needs to be fit in the Mm -hmm. profile. This just shows right from the gate, you don't know what a real healthy relationship is. And that's Mm -hmm. just my humble opinion about it. You know, I'm really glad you said that too, because for one, I've heard of a lot of people getting remarried to their first wives or first husbands lately. Mm -hmm. In the past like couple of years, it seems to be a common thing, at least in California. But when you think about it and when you ask them, you know, why did you immediately divorce? Like, why'd you leave the relationship? And it's like, oh, I wasn't attracted to my wife anymore. But I don't think it has to do with the physical. The attraction is more than physical. When, you know, when someone comes to me and says, Andrea, what, what would you say I need to have a successful relationship? And we've talked about this in season one. And I talked about you need to have chemistry, compatibility, and connection. It's that chemistry. You've lost that chemistry with your spouse, Mm. with your partner. And Mm -hmm. it's not a physical thing. You aren't feeling supported. You aren't feeling listened to. You aren't having conversation. You aren't connecting anymore. So it's Mm -hmm. so much deeper than just looking at someone and saying like, I'm just not attracted to this person anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's not just the physical element of it. It's the fact that you're just not feeling appreciated in the relationship. So if your partner and you can get connected again, then all of a sudden you look at them and you're like, wow, my wife's hot again. How did that happen? Yeah. And a lot it of is it definitely has to do the connection. Deeper. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why when I have my my gay friends and my straight friends and I ask them, like, what do you want in a relationship? And they start to describe like a character from some soap opera or some crap like Ugh. that. I'm like, are you sure that's what you want? I'm just saying that loosely. Um, and I'm like, are you sure that's what you want? Because like, what happens when you two spend time together? Like, won't you get bored if you don't have anything in common? I mean, you can have sex. Sex is fine. I mean, yeah, great. Wow. Um, but can you spend the entire rest of your life just fucking this person and being in silence outside of the bedroom? I don't think so. That's how cheating. I think happens. at the end of the day, Exactly. Because there, you don't feel seen. You, you don't feel like you have things in, of, in common of interest. There's nothing to talk about. You're fucking bored. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're like, oh, this guy or this girl over here, they're making me feel real special. Let me go play with them for a little bit. And that's exactly how cheating starts. People are picking like Absolutely. the wrong mate sometimes, or they're picking the right mate and they're losing appreciation for them. Right. I guess ultimately what I really want everyone to walk away with is the idea of the language that they're using. When you are talking about what's attractive to you, really think about how it's going to be perceived from the other person's point of view, you know, Mm -hmm. your ideal partner. And you might say, you know, my ideal partner doesn't care about that. Well, then you don't know shit about women. Well, care about what? Doesn't care about... The language that you use. Okay. How you're using it. Yeah. So, yeah, if, you know, a guy said to me, like, I, you know, I want somebody who isn't going to be so sensitive about the word fit. Well, that tells Mm. me that you're not sensitive to how she perceives things, how she takes information in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she needs to be sensitive to you as well, you know? Yeah. But it's got to go two ways. So if you want somebody who's fit because they're active and they like to 
do things, use those words. Stop yes. using the word fit. Yes. You know, if you specifically want somebody who is thin, then just own it. Say it. Yes. It's so these weird ass trigger words. It just only gets people like throwing their phone at the wall. Right. And don't be yeah. mean about it. Stop with this no fatty bullshit. Yeah. Like, that's just I, I honestly when I started to like get on these dating sites, I'm like, why are these white guys using this language? Like there could, there's a much. Okay. Let me not point out white guys. I'm sorry. Cause I want <laughs> to, to turn into, cause I'm literally married to a white guy. I don't want you guys thinking like, Oh, Ken is so anti-white guy, but my experiences on these websites in the past, right. It would put up such language. I'm like, you guys, do you not realize we're creating such a hostile, racist environment? And this is supposed to be like a welcoming place where we're supposed to be coming to meet other men and maybe engage in some sexual activity if it comes to that. To be but intimate with. Exactly. So we're here, we're perusing, we're like browsing these profiles and we're seeing one person say one racist thing after another. I'm like, that's the energy you want to put out in the world. That's how you want people to come to your page, see your face, see your picture and say, oh, that guy is a racist asshole or that guy is a misogynist pig or that mm -hmm. person does not like bad people and they cannot keep it to themselves. Um, you're just creating this, this vibe of nastiness and anger. And I feel like sometimes if the wrong person goes to that page and somehow project that onto some person that doesn't deserve to have, you know, the baggage thrown at them. I feel like a lot of times this energy we put out is transferred from person to person. That's why it's extremely important that we are careful with the language we use on a date, on a profile, and even just within ourselves when it comes to like who we're looking for as a partner. Right. Because a relationship is not just about you. It's about you and another person together, creating a life, creating a partnership. So mm -hmm. if you always approach dating sites with what I'm looking for, what I need, this is what I want. You're never going to find it because it can't always yeah. be about what you want. Instead, how about presenting yourself as this is what I offer to the world. Wow. A offer pivot. I love it. Mm. I'm not I saying mean, that sarcastically. I, I mean, people, I, <laughs> they never off. No, think about the conversations you have on a first date. The questions are always geared towards what can you offer me? So what do you do for a living? Why do you want to know? You want to know how much I can pay for? You want to know like where I could take you on a date or um, just, you know, personal questions about the, instead of like, you know, what do you like to do on the weekends? Or um, what's your favorite shows to binge to when you're like in your best mood ever? No, it's what do you do for a living? Who are your yeah. parents? Wh like what interview you questions, interview questions. How can I have a come up off of this relationship? Tell me now, because if I can't, I'm leaving this relationship because I've been out with people. And as soon as I start to like detail about myself, their, their, their stare goes blank. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have a ladder. For you. <laughs> I went on a date a few weeks ago with this guy and he was like, we joked about the interview questions. And I was like, well, I don't like the interview questions. So I'm going to avoid them. What does he do? He asked me the interview questions anyways. And so I was mm. like, all right, well, in exchange, what do you do for a living? And we were pretty far into the date before we even talked about it. 
But mm-hmm. immediately I saw his entire body shift and I was like, oh shit, I just ruined the date. <laughs> mm. Wait, because Simply you said what be- you did for a living? No, I never tell them what I really do. I just say I'm a life coach. I asked what he did for a living mm-hmm. because he put on his profile that he worked at Cal Poly. For anyone who doesn't know what Cal Poly is, it's the big university down the road from me. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say specifically what he did. And he teaches there, but he teaches one class of music and he's in the music industry. And I think that's cool, but there's the stigma about people in the music industry. And he slowly started to literally shrink during the date as he talked about how, you know, he's going back to school and he's in music and he only teaches part-time and he's like starting to make excuses for himself. Like he was, he just didn't feel confident in where he was in his life because of his age. He was 40 years old and wasn't where I think he thought he should be. And I tried my best to explain, like, be supportive. I'm not judging mm-hmm. him. And I'm just like, that's really cool. But I realized what just happened. He saw it as this woman has her shit together and I am figuring my shit out and we are not mm-hmm. at the same point of life. So mm-hmm. peace out. I'm not going to try anymore. I'm probably going to be passive aggressive for the rest of this date. <laughs> he was actually very nice no, I mean, and did text me afterwards to say that there was no spark which is a whole other conversation. I would rather you ghost me than send me a goddamn <laughs> message. Say, I mean, there's no fucking spark. Like, just don't send a text. Sorry. Don't, don't, no, <laughs> guys, don't, don't send that text. Sorry. There's no spark. Just ghost them. Sorry. Don't ghost them. I mean, them. I'm, I, 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 yeah, you're just saying right. I'm not interested. Not... <sighs> <laughs> don't lead with there's no spark at the moment first date we've decided to go with other candidates (laughs) but thank you for your interest (laughs) i like that i kind of want to use that like like an auto response (laughs) like that's some seriously honest shit right there i've decided to go with another candidate but thank you for applying Uh, maybe that should be like you're like you know date i don't know guys if you use that go for it because oh my god please let us know how it goes too (laughs) yeah i would say there's nothing wrong with being a little bit more honest but honest in a way that isn't stinky you know Mm -hmm. like i like honest yeah Yeah. like like we had a a situation recently i mean ultimately we didn't cancel on the person because we just can't figure out a way to like how do you cancel on someone at the last minute and still be friends it's like you can't um but it's like how do you sell someone tell someone someone something without hurting them i think the thing is we don't think could this hurt the other person me saying this or me writing this will this hurt the other person i think the problem is they're not thinking about it and that's what's leading to all these problems. But I think honesty is actually a good thing. If you just said what exactly what you said on a date, I'd appreciate that. It hurts, I mean, but I appreciate it. Honesty with compassion is the best approach, in my opinion. Yeah. You can be very honest, but you can also be very compassionate in the way that you present it. You don't yeah. have to sit there and be like, you know, I wasn't attracted to you, so I don't think this is a good idea. 
That's kind yeah, of hurtful. Saying, yeah. And I've had that said to me before. Yeah. I'm not that attracted to you. Um, why the fuck did you hit me up in the first goddamn place? This is the first question that comes to my mind. I'm like, I was <laughs> black then. I'm black now. I had the same fucking face in the picture as I do now. Um, what happened? Just say the vibe wasn't there. That is right. way better than saying some bullshit like, oh, I'm not as attracted to you as I thought. What? Bye. Right. So, yeah. You yeah. seem like a really cool person. I'm not feeling it. But best of luck. Yeah. Don't that say works best too. of luck. I do. You do? I do. I okay, always get maybe, men maybe come say- back and say, like, thank you for being so, like, for one, for being open about it. But, like, it depends on the person, too. I don't say best yeah. of luck with, like, sarcasm. I know. I can just picture that, like, with the wrong guys. Like, what do you mean, best of luck? <laughs> <laughs> do I need luck? Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, because you're a fucktard. <laughs> well, a lot of men, let's be real, are intense. A lot of people are intense right about now. And I can't yeah. even fathom. I'd be overhearing girls talking about the dates that they're on and the shit they be saying that the guys be doing. I'm like, I don't know. I feel very worried about the next generation of children. If the girls are this worried about the guys that they're going on dates with. I'm just like, who Thanks. is raising these beasts? Who? And then you um, see... Yeah, we are. We are. Isn't that our generation raising these kids? Pretty much. 26 awesome. to 41 millennials. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> 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 we sound so joyful and enthusiastic in this show. I know. We? I was just so our listeners are going to be like, what was I waiting for this shit for? <laughs> no, you know what, you guys, we were action packed with humor and antidotes. I think honesty. today's show was an honesty. That's why you come to listen to our show. We're not going to sugarcoat mm-hmm. the shit that everybody else is sugarcoating, making you think that you're crazy or you're delusional because you're experiencing something. <laughs> they're all saying, no, no, no. Positive thoughts and chakras will make it all be better. No. Dating and relationships hurts sometimes and no amount of stones and chakra alignments and sage and yada, yada, yada is going to fix it until we fix ourselves. Thank you. I, I was, that was I beautiful. Think, I think my hangover gives me a little bit of an edge someday. <laughs> <laughs> so Holy shit. All right. Well, note to tell when we record the next episode, let's get Kane and drunk the day before. <laughs> yeah, well, well that was a really wonderful way to end this conversation about, you know, the whole fit issue. So in case you haven't caught on to our wrap up with this, what we are saying is to please think about the words you use. Maybe rethink the word fit. Use something that's a little bit more descriptive. Mm-hmm. Make sure that your profile, if you're on a dating site, is accurately representing who you are. And yeah. but the more you catfish, the longer you stay single. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and my piece of advice is, you know, instead of having your profile say what you want or what you're looking for, instead focus on what you offer. I tell mm. you, you will find the right person that way. That is oh, my yeah. secret to writing profiles for clients. 
It is the same secret that businesses use to become more successful. Instead of telling your customers, your potential customers, what they have to part with. No, tell us, tell your customer what you have to offer. No, it's not $29, but what it is, is it will make your life so much more simpler. Yes. Give people the benefits. Yes. And on that note, just a reminder that we are talking about dating this season. And if you want to come on and be a guest, we would love that so very much. Drop us your thoughts, your suggestions, your questions, because we are going to do our questions episodes every 10 episodes. And please follow us and like us on Apple, Spotify, however you listen to us. We really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Amazon. Oh, and Amazon. We are in so many places, you guys. You literally have no excuse not to be listening to this show. (laughs) And hopefully by next week, my book will be on Amazon, too. So. Oh, and the book cover is so cute. I can't wait for you guys to see it. It is is a game changer. You know, what's funny is by the time that this actually airs, they will have seen it. Oh, yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're we're recording a little bit ahead of time, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) But again, listeners, thank you for being here with us and keep dating smarter. Thank you for listening to this episode of Date Smarter, Sexier. If you'd like more information on how you can be more successful with love and dating, or to schedule a free consultation with me, your dating coach and matchmaker, please visit datesmartersexier.com. And please subscribe to this show at your favorite podcast streaming platform.